And I had this real moment of like, you need other people in your life who are going to push you to be better. Every single individual has a story to tell, and they're great stories that need to be heard. I want every listener to know they have the ability to change the world. Welcome to the 1720 Podcast. Welcome back, 1720. Kevin and Stuart Solo here again. Hey, guys. And we're going to be breaking down the value of community. This has been something that's been near and dear to both of us, but it's been burning bright for Stuart lately. So I'm just going to open the floor up to you, Stuart, and let us get started. Yeah, so I feel like there's been a lot of touch points around this idea of community. I have some great ones in my life, but recently we were talking with folks who had been listening, and and some of the feedback was that people were thinking, I'd you guys talk a lot about the guys you'll hang with and the things you'll talk about and sort of the transparency with which I'll approach a lot of things. And I don't have that. Uh, and and I, I feel like I should go find that. And so to answer that question, yes, you should. But I, I want to tell a few other stories around that. Um, it, some, some personal, some related to work. And, um, I think the first one really starts, uh, at our, at our church group. Um, and I didn't value this idea of, of living transparently and didn't want to hang out with people who are going to tell me, uh, that I was doing something wrong or checking me and putting me back in the right spot. And so I, I really rebuffed it for a long time. And there's a particular story I've told to probably a few of you guys who listen um, that relates to this time where a buddy of mine, Grant, and I were waking up super early uh, and going running. I don't know why. I think, Kevin, to the thing we were talking about before we jumped on the air, I, we were playing basketball at the time. So Grant and I were super intent on getting prepared for adult league basketball, which benefit of hindsight was stupid, but, <laughs> and then he tore his ACL and his, oh. all of it. Yeah. No, his Achilles. Anyway. Um, but Grant and I were getting up four thirty at the track over at Westwood junior high. For those of you who know where that is uh, shout out Richardson ISD. And, um, I would get out there and there was a morning where I showed up and Grant didn't, it was just me. And I was like, man, I'm out I'm not running today. And, um, so the next time I, I just went home and then the next time we show up together and we run, I forget what we were running. you know, sometimes we would do wind sprints. Sometimes we run horses or whatever the case may be. And I remember specifically like leaning over on a pad of concrete that morning, sweating, dripping, exhausted and had this real moment of clarity. Like I wouldn't be there. In fact, I, I went home the day before I wouldn't be there if it wasn't for Grant saying, Hey dude, we're going to work out today. And I had this real moment of like, you need other people in your life who are going to push you to be better. Right. And I think that story probably resonates with you too, Kev. I mean, this is, is not a unique to me idea, but that's the moment where I was like, people need people, you know, people need people because just because you're riding high one day, doesn't mean you might fall in a valley the next. Um, and that's what that mutual accountability is all about community groups, which I have a blend of them. Um, I have uh, several groups that, uh, are professional, uh, but yeah. they're also my family and we talk about faith a lot. So it's kind of a conglomerate of all those things, but there's a level of openness to it and vulnerability where somebody will share something and it might be just frustration. Like I I'm struggling today and maybe some four letter words in there or whatever. <laughs> uh, but then hopefully somebody's there that's riding high that could pick them up. Yeah. Um, and that's important. That's that's how I'm sure you and Grant got through that experience because I bet he had days. I mean, th the Keatley's tear. Jeez. Oh yeah, those I mean, those are fun stories uh, about Grant, and I'll tell it some other time on the air because it's hilarious to me, and he hates it. Um, 
but but yeah, there were definitely moments of you know thinking that I wasn't going to be able to do it, and if it wasn't for Grant, we wouldn't have done it. So, but let me, so I think that sort of to me at least resonates with this idea that you have to have it. The question is, where do you get it? Where does it come from? Oh, that's a good one. Where do you find it? It's a good one because I just talked about it last week. Uh, Young Constructors Council, they're doing a oh, yeah. video promo. Mm-hmm. And they were talking about what are the benefits of it? Mm-hmm. What, are, what are the benefits of joining that uh, association, that that uh, council? Mm-hmm. And that's a huge one. Yeah, for sure. Um, you, if you don't go to a page and just sign up for it, um, like on a general like meetup page or whatever, you got to create it. Yeah. Um, so finding people, not just like-minded, but, you know, a diverse group of people with varying backgrounds. Some faith has been, uh, fundamental in their life from the very beginning. Then others like me, uh, late to the party or on time and God's <laughs> timing. But 2012 for me, uh, where, you know, I was saved and the faith really t- taken off where I can lean on them because I don't, I don't know the whole story yet. Yeah. Right. Um, but just finding people that you just start naturally connecting with and starting to add that group text or having a lunch together. So just making it a start and then just continuing forward with it. Yeah. So I think there's probably, I don't know for sure. I'm going to say off the cuff three, I might actually get to four. But ideas or places where I have found community, hmm. right? Um, and I say that like in a very generic, it sort of sounds churchy word, but I don't mean it like that in a, in a, in a pure context. I think maybe that has a buzzword feel to it, but I just mean a group of people that you can hang with and, and lean on, be vulnerable with, you know, get some feedback, get pumped up, et cetera. I mean, to sort of backtrack what I just said, one of those places is, is your, center of faith your church um there's people who in my life we actually call that our community group that's that's derivative of our church um and we meet once a week through this covid season in my backyard most recently around a campfire which is super cool and uh we just talk about a what are you learning uh and kind of b what are you struggling with and we talk through things um recently we've been i think i've said it before but we've been recently reading this book called reset which is awesome for me. And it's a great opportunity for guys who I know to care, who care about me to say, how you doing this week? Yeah. Um, and it's more than just that though. It's the ping during the week. How you doing? Um, it's the follow up when we meet. Like last week you said this. How you doing? Right. This accountability piece. But to the point I'm trying to make, that's, that's one place for me. Well, let's stay there just b- before sure. you bounce to the next one. Yeah. And it's something you, you, you kind of threw up in the air, but. How did that community group start? Was it, was there a sign up at your church or mm-hmm. did you just naturally through showing up week by week make that group yourself? Uh, it was through the church. I mean, I'll, t- I'll tell a bit of a longer story here, but, um, we joined at, at the behest of Ashley, my wife, we joined a, a, a small group of people that they called a foundation group that was for young married couples. Long story short, I blew it up. I hated it. That was like the first <laughs> foray in a community that I hated. Um, but have since reached out to all those people and explained that I think I screwed that up. Um, but it was, it was sort of, um, that was the initial foray to it. And then as we pursued membership at our church, it's one of the things that you have to be doing in order to be considered a member of the church. Oh, so wow. we've, we've stayed in it. Um, in community, we, we more specifically to your question, it was a sign up. Like we basically just showed up one day for the, Hey, if you want to be in a community group, how do you get involved? Uh, 
and just sort of speed dated couples and found some friends through that that we've been hanging out with and doing life with for Josh and Aaron are going to be upset with me, but I think it's eight years. So you had trial and error though, was the speed dating reference. You would join one group. You're like, I wasn't feeling this. You would join another group. I wasn't feeling this. And then you're like, oh man, I think we're home. That is a lot of people's experience. It was not our experience. Um, and as, as the Lord's hand would have it, uh, this group that we're in now, um, they came to this group, uh, it's called group link looking for another couple. Uh, and as they rolled in, one of the guys in the group I happened to know from a dad's meeting I used to go to. Ah. So he walked right over. Justin and I got to talking. They said, hey, we're looking for somebody. We sat down at the table with them. Boom. Gotcha. Super easy for us. But that's not everyone's experience. Uh, lots of people, I mean, these groups last on average, I think they say 18, 18 months or something because something happens, people move, life stages change, et cetera. And so it's not always as easy as our story has been. Right. Um, but it's great, and and our that group is great. We've now since added Wes and his family to the mix, uh, and it's excellent. It's excellent. Um, but yeah, definitely pursued that as a as um, at the behest, I suppose, of the church. And and I won't get too bogged down in here about the the value or perhaps even directive of scripture to live in community. Um, but there's definitely some biblical underpinnings to why we're called to do that. Um, and so church, that's one. What's one spot? Um, the, the other spot is kind of to the point that you were talking about earlier with the YCC. Um, it's, it's a industry or a work community. And I think that's valuable for a bajillion reasons. Right. Um, and that we, you and I talk and we've had, frankly, a lot of the people in our uh, industry community on so far. That, Which speaks to the value of it. Yeah. I mean, these are sure. all friends. Yeah. That sure. are just have amazing testimonies, uh, are amazing leaders and help us. Get to the next level. Yeah. And so the different group, right? It's the, the, the people bring to that, not necessarily a different perspective than the church aspect, but definitely a different expertise. And so you get from, I get, I think we get from that group a lot of what I get from my community group of church, but you get different things too. Like, Hey, what are you seeing in the industry? How are you tackling this ERP rollout? How are you handling? This week, my throw out was managing employee reviews and got lots of great feedback from the group, industry-specific feedback. But I can remember, Kevin, you might have to help me. I think it was two months ago when we got together, and I just showed up on empty. Yep. And was like, man, I'm here. Probably didn't want to be here, but I'm here, and I'm on empty, and COVID sucks. And everybody was like, us two let's talk about it. Right. How you doing? And from that, lots of follow up. And I mean, probably the majority of the reason why I got out of that rut was because I showed up and was vulnerable that day. And that was me in that same group the following month. Yeah. Right. Cause I, I fell in that valley and it's going to happen in this post COVID era yeah. where it just it becomes too much to handle and you need to rely on, uh, faith, family, and friends to grab you out of it. Yeah, right. Um, so that's the second spot, right? Industry folks, community, uh, industry organizations, uh, people that you you work with, etc. My thought on that is, and it kind of goes to diversity. I think of that industry group as being more appropriately situated outside of your organization, right? Because otherwise, you kind of get staring at your feet, staring at your navel, thought we're all doing the same thing and see each other all the time. This differing. This diversity. Now for us, it's diverse in the sense that we're all coming from different industries and different company or different companies, I mean. Um, and we all bring something slightly different to the table that makes that group 
grind, right? Right. Um, and then I think the third is like a everybody has it, this peer group, just buddies you hang with. Yeah. But 99% of us have never said, hey, man, how are you loving your wife? Right. To your buddy, right? And so that group exists. You already have a community of people that you hang out with. I the question if- is whether or not you made it that far. That group um, has shown up for me uh, through a variety. I mean, we had my buddy Tim on. Yep. Um, I have a good buddy of mine, Jason, from high school, uh, and then a group of dads from the neighborhood that are kind of that group. I, 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 they don't all link together. I'm like the this hub in the middle of that wheel, you know. They that, but they're all friends to me, um, who I feel super comfortable reaching out and saying, "Man, you know my son." And I'm having this issue and it super sucks. And they can say, yes, I do. And don't forget this about him. Don't forget this is what's true. Don't get bogged down on that, you know, that sort of thing. And so having people that kind of orbit in that circle has been super helpful too. And so those are your three. Where where do you think you would be without that uh, from a career standpoint, from a family standpoint? And that's a good question. Um, from like a career standpoint – it, it almost, I would dare say, wouldn't have one. Yeah. You know, I mean, given the the work that I do, those interactions with the, those peer groups is instrumental to everything. But I w- it wouldn't happen without those. You know, and we've talked about this on here sort of ad nauseum about the value of uh, people and treating people right and how that comes back. And, and I never went into any of those relationships with that intent. But it just sort of naturally flowed out of that. And if I had not done that, I, I wouldn't be I wouldn't be where I am. Well, and it switches stop. your brain from have to to get to um, in oh, an yeah. easy format where I have to do these things to like you bring me a problem and it's an honor and a privilege to work on it. And I, genuinely, I, I, I tell you a hundred percent true story. Last night I'd worked all day. My mom and dad came over last night because it was today is actually my birthday. But last night my mom and dad came over, so we did COVID birthday party in the backyard. Um, and I got to see my parents for the first time in a bit. I hadn't seen them in a while. And when I got finished, I was like, man, I forgot to call a guy back. Not like, oh, no, or oh, poop, I have to. I went outside and I was like, hey, I got to call this guy back. Because it's right. a friend of mine in the industry who called me to, earlier in the day. I missed his call. And at 830 last night, I'm sitting in the backyard, not because I don't want to, but rather because I do want to, calling him back, working through an issue on the phone with him. Uh, and at the end, he was like, all right, man, happy birthday. Talk to you tomorrow. You know, like it's, I wasn't just doing my job. Well, I was helping a friend. And life has a funny way of revealing itself after the fact. But one of the things that I was not strong in before joining some of these peer groups was grace, like showing grace when mm-hmm. somebody makes a mistake or, or, or forgets to reach out or drops the ball in any form or fashion. And the reason why I think it's funny is because I'm starting to do those things now. Mm-hmm. I'm getting in this flow where if, I don't immediately reply to that text. I'll forget it. Yeah, right. And I used to never be like that. But Same. I used to never be like that because I don't have the I, – I have a whole different set of roles and responsibilities that I didn't have back then that I could carve that time out to make that response. Yeah, right. And so having that transition from, you know, like calling people out kind of sharp edges kind of thing to showing grace. I mean, I think I've already called it out once in a podcast, but Josh Carson, like – uh, he stood out to me as somebody that's shown it time and time again. And even when I've dropped the ball with him, he's like, it's okay, man, we're, we're human. And it's like, those just resonate and just stick those, those 
minor moments that have a major impact. Yeah, we could probably do a talk on showing grace in the workplace too, but Carson, Carson definitely demonstrates that all the time. Um, and there, there's a whole teaching lesson through that. I'll let's pin it and come back to it. Um, but yeah, that, that, that having grace, it comes hand in hand with the ability to be vulnerable in those situations, right? Like if you feel like you say, Hey man, I'm just having trouble getting up in the morning. And you you think that the response is going to be, well, that's because you're lazy. Yeah, get your butt up. Yeah, then you're going to stop talking. Yeah. But when someone says, yeah, me too, or how can we help? Would it would it help if I texted you in the evening and told you to put your phone away, ironically? Maybe. Would it help if I texted you at 4.30 and said, hey, it's time to get up? Maybe. I don't know, but someone can say, hey, how can I help? Right. Not you're a, you're a lazy bum. Right. Um, and I think that's probably – frankly, like the bro response. Like if you haven't had an opportunity to be vulnerable and people show some grace, you're fearful that that's the response you're going to get. Well, yeah. Things like I'm an early riser and I've built that over some discipline over time, but just because people aren't up alongside me doesn't mean they're they're not getting after it. They're not getting things done. Like you'll shoot me text messages at 1230 that I won't see till four (laughs) o'clock, you know, but that's, that's your time to shine, my time to shine is then, but the, the fact remains the same. It's that quiet time. Um, it's that no distraction type time that we cherish. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So I guess the, the, you know, kind of come full circle on that is find it. It's, it's, it's critical. Find it, you know, go find a community somewhere. There's a few choices or a few ideas on where you can find it. Um, but there are people in your life who can help and there, there are people who can, um, Help you, help you find it. And then people in your life who can help you. Uh, if you just find an opportunity to break down a wall, be a little bit vulnerable and say, Hey, let's, let's, let's wrestle through this together. Yeah. Yeah. And what I, I took some notes while just listening to your stories and talking. And there's a variety of community that you could get linked up with structured, like sign up sheet, go yeah. sign up. Right. There's those forced ones where. Your boss says, I, I think this would be a really good idea for you. And you're kind of voluntold that you're about to be part of whatever group that is. Uh, and then organic from your buddies that just forms into something more blessed than you could possibly imagine. What's common between all those is it takes some effort. You know, you gotta, you gotta show up, uh, even maybe when you don't want to, yeah. uh, to your reference earlier, but. When you do show up, when those times are tough, man, it is so worth it. But it, it takes some effort to build that community up. You got to get out there. Well, yeah, and and you can't think that you're just going to jump into it and all of a sudden it's it is sort of as we've described our community groups of people, right? Like it takes a minute. Like Josh and Aaron and now Wes, we've been hanging out for almost eight years, right? Like I know everything about what they got going on, and that's awesome. And so, like for example, Aaron, I was <laughs> I was in the backyard burning two by fours. He hates this. I chopped them up into little pieces and was burning two by fours in the fire pit. And I texted him because I knew he hated that I was burning two by fours in my fire pit. Yeah. And he texts, texts me back five minutes later, open your gate. And I was like, okay, I opened the gate and he had brought firewood to my house because he didn't want me burning two by fours. And that's a <laughs> silly example, but just sort of resonates with this idea that like, even on something like that, like we got each other's back. Yeah. There's people out there that whether you know them or not, that are going to be willing to step up and help you out. Take, you know, shirt off their back type people. There's plenty of them, especially out here in Texas where you find and you're like, man, these people uh, I'm learning lessons from and I want to be surrounded with because they're making me better. And I, 
I want to make them better. Yeah. So we, we go pretty quick on this. I, I don't, I didn't have anything other, otherwise to say other than it's important and you should jump in and find it. Um, and so I guess I'll just leave you guys with this is that if you're looking, uh, jump down in the comments, leave a message. If you're, you know, have some ideas on what community feels like for you or what your group of people look like or, or what y'all are talking about, leave some comments down on wherever you find us on social. Um, cause we'd love to hear about how you're doing it, things you're winning at, things you're, you're, you're working at, stuff like that. Um, because I think part of this, part of 1720 from the outset, if you go back and listen to the very first episode, was generating a community of listeners. Um, so if there's something I can do, if you've got a question, Kev can help, I can help, drop a comment, man. We'd love to interact with you guys. We'd love to chat. We'd love to answer a question. Uh, don't be bashful. <laughs>